Hi, welcome to Ha'igeret, or The Message, a unique journal of original and plagiarized Jewish thought, in the merit of my grandfather, Benjamin Arayi Ben Meir, and for a refuah shlema, a complete healing for Esther Batsipora. So this coming Shabbat is my cousin Gus's bar mitzvah. I've actually been tutoring him for the past nine months or so, and so in that, I've been reading and rereading this Parsha, Shemini, trying to extract the most accessible and most interesting aspects for him to focus on with his Devar Torah that he's doing in addition to his Torah reading. There are so many things to talk about this week, actually, things that seem unrelated. The smiting of Nadav and Avihu, the Kohanim, the priest sons of Aaron, Aaron, the laws of Kashrut, the laws of keeping kosher, and also the completion of the Mishkan, the tabernacle. So in my search for the top hits of Parshat Shemini, I found one really cool gem about treating our fellow humans kindly. Something that Gus and I actually talked a lot about is that religious practice can mean very little if you don't practice being kind as well. So even though Gus is talking about something completely separate in his Devar, I will share that little gem that I found with you. So after many weeks of reading about the construction of the tabernacle of the Mishkan in these Parshiot, we are now in the culmination of its building. Again, the significance of the Mishkan is the fulfillment of God's commandment earlier in Parshat Truma, and build for me a sanctuary so that I may dwell among them. Ve'asuli mikdash ve'shachanti betocham. Betocham, among them, not just among it. This isn't busy work. It's not time to refine our artisanal skills. God wants to dwell among us, not just among the Mishkan as one place. And of course, as we know, God doesn't exist in just one place, but among us. The Mishkan is finally complete, and B'nai Israel has an opportunity to have the Egel, the sin of the golden calf, forgiven. How? We read in the opening of the Parsha that in the sacrificial inauguration of the Mishkan, Aaron, the head priest, the Kohen Gadol, is told, take for yourself a bull calf as a sin offering and a he-goat or a ram as a burnt offering to give as an inaugural sacrifice in the Mishkan. But why these specific animals? If we do some quick text analysis, at first glance, the bull can be connected to the golden calf, so that sacrifice serves the purpose of closing off that event on a high note. Okay, great, but then why also this ram or he-goat? According to the Midrash, the he-goat is absolving something totally separate. So just think for a second, what goat comes to mind? The goat that was used in the faking of Joseph or Yosef's death. As a refresher back in Shemot and Exodus, Yosef, one of Yaakov, Jacob's 12 sons, is the star of his family. Long story short, his brothers plot to kill him and end up selling him as a slave. But in order to throw their father Yaakov off the scent, they put ram slash goat blood on Yosef's coat that Yaakov got for him and say that Yosef had been devoured by a wild beast. The ram sacrifice then puts a pin in the rift between the brothers. Of course, Yosef did forgive his brothers many years later when they came to him in Egypt, but this ram sacrifice alongside the calf sacrifice communicates a beautiful lesson. The Chet Egel, the sin of the golden calf, was an affront unto God. It was a sin unto God. Yosef's brother's treatment of him was an interpersonal wrongdoing, person to person. Of course, absolving ourselves of a sin unto God is important, but this offering being immediately followed by the goat sacrifice elevates our interpersonal relationships too. So as the people are getting to break in their new Mishkan, the lesson they are taught is, how can we dwell in the presence of God if we don't respect the creations of God, our fellow humans? 
The answer is that we simply can't. They totally go together. Nadav and Avihu, as previously mentioned, are smited, or uh, they're smote, they are smite, they are killed. Uh, they are killed by God for bringing a foreign fire into the Mishkan. They have finally become official Kohanim priests, and they go and mess it up immediately. There are lots of interpretations as to what really went on. Were they drunk? Were they acting out of ego? Were they just excited? Were they impatient for Moshe and Aaron to die so that they could be leaders? I tend to go with the simplest explanation. They were just excited. Have you ever taken the quote-unquote bit too far? Do you ever get a laugh and feel like you're on top of the world and then take that joke a little too far? Or start a joke and totally lose your way along the way, you know? That, that is killing the bit. And for further elucidation, please do watch the links that I will attach. The first is from an excellent piece of sketch comedy on Saturday Night Live. Excellent, great, appropriate for all ages. And a clip two, which is from an excellent piece of comedy television, The Office, also appropriate for all ages. I really don't mean to be disrespectful or take this comparison too far, but I really just feel like the simplest explanation is that Nadav and Avihu were excited and they took the bit too far. They got too excited. They thought that their excitement and their zeal would make up for them doing something that was not asked of them, which is how we act often. We take things too far and then we fall on our laurels to cover for us. Another silly example. When my hair looks good, I don't feel like I have to do my makeup. When my makeup looks good, I feel like I don't have to do my hair. But the truth is, you never know when a loved one has secretly entered you in a reality TV competition and a camera crew will show up at your house unexpectedly. If your hair and makeup are always done, you never have to worry. You never got to fall on your laurels and risk being smote, smited, like Nadav and Avihu. We got to stay vigilant. And I say this with so much love to myself, mostly. So the ideas here are, one, respect God's creations. And number two, only cut yourself slack sometimes. Thank you so much for listening. Shabbat shalom. I hope you have a great weekend.